In the final segment of our cooking series with Chef Eruiti Tutaki, he's the head chef at North Shore's RSA. Tonight he makes his version of prawa prai, or fried bread with kawakawa, or leaves from the New Zealand pepper tree. Today we've um, got a bit of noise going on, we've got a, a rugby match going on, so you'll, you'll hear a lot of the whanau screaming and yelling and cheering and all that sort of thing, but hey, we mahi tonu. No, we carry on working. One of the first things that I'm actually going to explain is actually one of the main things that I use in all of my recipes. Our Maori medicine. What used to be used for medicinal use, I now utilize in food. Um, my whakaro, my way of thinking is that to get our medicine in the food is probably the best way to put it and get it in there. Um, so, for example, the first one that um, a lot of us Māori are familiar with is kawakawa. Um, it's a heart-shaped form, um, which I use quite a lot in, in all of my dishes. Um, same traditions apply in terms of making sure you've got the right um, leaves, so to speak, looking for the ones that are always um, in the sun on the east side. Um, and the holes in them, you know, because one, the bugs that are eating that leaf know which ones are the good ones and the sweet ones. That's one of the main things that I look for um, when I'm using kawakawa. So kawakawa, is that all Māori or Māori herbal medicine? What's it used for? How does it treat Māori? Um, in terms of, um, there's a lot of um, uses for it. There's internal use and there's external use. Um, external use for the body is good for um, eczema, um, skin ailments. Um, so all you're doing is you're boiling up the leaf. Um, even for varicose veins and things like that, you can boil up the leaf and leave it on your on your wireway or wherever it may be. But in terms of food, what I've done through that is know what you're picking it for. Kotirongo mutetinana, you know, for food. It has a different process to it. Um, so what you use for food is totally separate to what you use for um, your body and, and so forth sort of thing. Kapai, so iroto i tēnei wāhanga in this segment, in this we're segment, going to be making... In this segment here, we're going to be making a kawakawa fried bread. So I'm actually going to utilise um, half a leaf of kawakawa, fresh kawakawa, um, and I'm going to add that into my dough mix and then we're going to pan fry our fried bread. And, and that's our process. Papai, yeah. I can see the oil yep, already smoking, smoking there. So that's ready to go. So what we'll do now is I'll actually um, chop up our, our kawakawa and then add it to our flour. And, um, and I'll just keep explaining as I'm going. Okay. So what I'm doing now is I'm just, just grabbing one leaf. I'm cutting it in half. This is a fresh leaf and I'm just going to roll it up and then I'm just going to chop it up. So now it kind of looks like um, you know chopped up basil in a way. So I've added that to about a kg of flour, adding about 600 mils of water got another container here which is actually my chef's secret. Can you tell us what that is? Mm, uh, 
Shinai Kayago. I'll give this one to you. This this uh, white um, powder is actually called Dobrim. And Dobrim is like the king of all kings to baking powder. Me. So what this will do to my um, dough mix, it will prove it without proving it. The creme de la creme, or the best of the best of baking powder. Can you get that in shops? Um, I haven't seen it in shops. So I'm also adding yeast to this mix, which is about a tablespoon and a half of yeast. And then I'm just going to mix it with my hand. This mix here will actually be a very wet mix. So you'll, it'll probably be like, oh, it's too wet. And um, this method, I can not only use it for, I can use it for fried bread, but I can also use it to make ciabatta or other types of bread. I was going to ask you, you know, what I know about making fry bread is like my aunties, my nanny, and them, they would actually put the yeast inside the lukewarm water? Yep, yep, lukewarm water. The yeast... Um, that you didn't do that in no, this not, one not here? This one. this one is a dry yeast. It's more a seed form. Um, there's many different variety of yeast. You've got your, um, your clay yeast, you've got um, real hard seed yeast, which is like a little uh, brown pebble. Um, you actually have to, the only way to break that down is with water. Yeah, so that's why you have to put it in lukewarm water. The mm. one that I use is a dry, pure dry yeast. Um, looks like a real fine, tiny seed. You can actually see the strands of kawakawa inside the dough. Yep, yep, and, and and that's one of the main things when I'm making fried bread is that one, it's a visual thing. You can actually see what's in there. Mm. Um, so when you're explaining it to people. Um, that's really the key thing is um, re-educating in a way so yeah <clears throat> so let's drop it in now going into the hanu or the oil so already that's come to the top usually with a lot of other fried bread dough sinks to the bottom stays there for ages whereas because this is um, a very wet mix it'll actually just um, the water's trying to escape so hence why it will actually create its own reaction to everything. Um, I'm just going to have to turn this on because I'll probably my fans come out. There you go. So Edu's just going to turn on the um, the fans, so the smoke, because the oil is so hot. <clears throat> See, it's nice and brown. What is that Hinu oil? Uh, this oil is sitting on 170 degrees. Um, this is straight out of my um, fryer for our fish and chips and anything else that I fry in there. When I was um, working at another place I used to make about 400 fried bread a day Whoa. and I had about six of these fryers. Um, so how much flour is that? In terms of flour, I can tell you exactly, it's 80 kgs of flour each day. So does that show how um, how popular fry bread is when yeah. you were working? I was making burgers out of them. Because the main thing is, um, like, even in terms of the technique to mass produce, um, I never bought a $30,000 bread making machine. I brought a 60 litre bucket from the warehouse. And that's the main thing about Māori is adapting to things around you that you don't have to buy things that are expensive, but it still carries that tradition. 
people can actually see you do the mahi, making the fried bread. I was making the fried bread, I couldn't make them fast enough because they're going out the door too fast. So we're doing pork belly burgers, uh, venison burgers, you know, and chicken burgers, fish burgers, every kind of burger you can think of. So, so um, yep. you're just turning, um, you've turned them over and yep. they're pretty much cooked because yep. they're nice and golden. Yep. They're really nice and golden now. So how long on each side should they be sitting in the hinu? So just for um, probably about two to three minutes on each side and then that's it, especially at 170 degrees, it's very hot. The other thing too is that what I also do with my fried bread, after I've deep fried it, I'll put it now, I'm actually going to just wait for it to drip and then I'm actually going to put it inside an oven. To keep it warm? Well, I'm actually going to put it in the oven and on the oven rack. What that does again is it actually draws all of that fat out of that fried bread. Mm. It's a second, it's like a second baked process. That rungo was permeating through the whole, through the fried bread. Um, and just knowing that that medicine's there, I know for a fact that it's, it's like your spirit is agreeing with the medicine. So, wow, this is nice. I, I love this food. You know, why, is it, why does it taste so good? And I believe it's because of rongoa. You know, our spirit is connecting to that medicine. So, yeah, hence why I cook the way I cook. Ai, te reka hoki o ngā kai. That's Chef Eruiti Tutaki with Rosemary Rangitawera.